to BBS Radio for making it possible for this gathering on our conference call to be broadcast worldwide. Happy Sunday to you all today. It is September the 4th, 2022. Two hours with a group of people here on a conference call, simulcast. And this is all taken care of. Well, taken care of. It has all started with Winfrey, located in Sedona, Arizona, who has put this all together. I welcome you all. And a few more people joined in on the phone line in the last minute. If you want to, feel free to say your name and location, please. This is Cecil. I hear Cecil. And Lauren. And Hi, Lauren. And Joel. Oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> Peace and hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. Remember, from everyone in Chicago. Sup? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. I didn't catch your name. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Hi, it's Bonnie in California. Welcome, hey, Bonnie. Hey, Bonnie. Hi, Hi everybody. Good morning. Yes. Win in Sedona. Happy Sunday. Hey, Who's that? <laughs> Sounds happy. It's Terry calling on the other line. <laughs> oh God! You never know. I, ho- I hope she's not muted. <laughs> and for those that just joined in on BBS Radio Online, thank you for being here. A happy Sunday to you. Hooray for BBS. Yes. Is BBS here or BBS should be here? Yes, we are live from BBS. Okay. You guys hear that buzz? Yep. Who's chewing on the receiver? Not I. <laughs> you guys are silly today. <laughs> High frequency. Yeah. 
Quinn, what are you doing? Who? You. What are you doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Who's that? Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi. <clears throat> Hi, Cecil. It's probably me. It'll probably me making noise. <laughs> I, th- I thought I was muted, but I wasn't. <laughs> Actually, it was more like who's making all that quiet. Yeah. There you I'll, go. Uh, well, 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 let me. Well, let me. Let me say it. Stop it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's generally my line. Who's making all, right, all that quiet? Go back to all your chin wagon. <laughs> Are you still there, Win? No. Mm. I'm trying to log into the console. Okay. Come on. Okay, I'm on. Excellent. Yay. (laughs) You want to get going, Win? Yep. Beautiful. Thank you all for being here. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. And today it is September 4. The recording has started. This is September 4, 2022. Sunday morning with the Elohim. And um, we have a, a replay coming up. Um from last year, a good one. You know what? When I go through these things, so many of them are so excellent. It's 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 amazing. Um, but this one is on uh, prognostication. Is not the right word. And that's the that's the word I used when I sent out an email. But um, what's the right word, Heise? With things that uh, oh, never mind. We'll leave, you know, tarot, astrology, um, and things like that. But before we go into it. We're going to take a moment and, um, you know, on, we've been checking in with Terry on these calls, and I'm convinced it's Terry. We've been talking to her through Joy, and Joy has mastered the art of pendulums. And I mean, to tell you the truth, 
I never paid too much attention to pendulums because I thought that the person doing it might influence it, and it was hard to trust what happened. And, but if the person can stay out of the way energetically, then it seems to be able to give good results. And that's where you ask a question, and it can only do two things. Swing right, clockwise or counterclockwise. Well, it can also swing up and down. <clears throat> and it can also, you can gauge the strength of the swing. Is it a mild swing or a big swing? And myself and various other people believe they've been having contact with Terry in various ways, knocking on walls, um, some kind of phenomenon in their space. Usually it's the people who are really come to our calls all the time and their energy is really strong on the calls. And um, and they've had experiences. And then when Terry was on, I asked questions to validate their experience. And we're getting a pretty good track record of validation. For example, I heard two knocks on my... I don't know where it was. I just heard two knocks in the middle of the night. And um, and I remember asking my... And I looked around. I couldn't find any reason for the knock. And I asked myself, is that Terry? And I didn't know. I thought it might be. And then I asked the question through joy to her pendulum. And I said, was that you? And the answer was yes. And then I said, did you knock five times, four times, three times, two? She said no on each of those. And as soon as I got to two, she said yes. And then Heis heard knocks. And I did the same thing. I said, was it five, five, I was going to go five, four, three, two, one. But I believe when we, I said five, there was a yes. And that's what he said it was. So, um, you know, the chances of that being a random answer were pretty small. And hi, Terry. If you're there, Joy, are you here? Yes. Can you um, hear me? Yeah, so let's call in the light, okay? Yeah. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person on this line. Any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, 
through the solar system, through the outer energy field of planet Earth, and through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. We take a moment and invite our beloved friend, channel, Love Bubble, <laughs> Terry Brown, into the space, who left this realm, the physical realm, <clears throat> about two weeks ago, and uh, has been bugging us ever since. <laughs> <laughs> from the other side. And Terry, are you here and present? Yes. Happening though, swing, swinging like crazy. <laughs> is, <clears throat> you've been monitoring our calls, whether I, I bring you in to communicate or not, right? Yes. And <clears throat> are the yellow human raw coming in from your yes. vantage point? Yes. I I mean I know they are, but I thought I'd have you say it. Whether, <laughs> whether we hear from you or not, they're here. Okay. Yes. And you're here. Yes. I'm just curious. Normally, with someone, when they pass, and you've ended up, let me just see, what are you in sixth density? No. Are you in fifth density? Yes. Okay. So that means... <clears throat> You have fourth density, which of course is the density of the heart. And fifth density is the density of wisdom. Now does that mean you have to have wisdom to get to the fifth density? Or no. gain, let's see, no, uh, no. Does it mean that you're gaining wisdom now? Yes. Yes. And 
Do you have friends there? Yes. Do you have people from past lifetimes or past out-of-body experiences there? Hmm. That was an or. Do you have... The first first answer is yes, from past lifetimes. Mm -hmm. From out-of-body experiences? Friends from out-of-body experiences? Yes. And members of the raw group? Yes. Elohim group? Yes. And they're all treating you well? Oh, yes. Did you have any surprises after you passed? No. You remember this from other lifetimes when you passed, yes? Yes. Yes. Um... And I sense this loving energy hanging out with me. Is that you? Yes. Or at least it's one of the loving energies. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you're working at helping me not feel grief. Yes. Okay. Now... The Elohim and Ra are interacting with with us just as they did before you were a voice for them, right? Yes. And they're on all of our calls, and they're on our whole planet healing call. Yes. And they're following our requests. Yes. Just as much as always. Yeah. No, we haven't done we haven't done our healing list for the past few weeks because when we did it, of course, you always made comments uh to each person in a personal level. And I don't think we can do that yet. I think we'll be able to sooner or later somebody's gonna channel you. It might yeah. be joy. Even yes, but um, I think we should start doing the list again, and we don't have to make comments. Just let people put it into the field with Elohim Ra and you. Can you can you look at people's bodies from the other side? And see yes. more about what's see more about what's going on with them than yes. you did when you were here. Yes. 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 And can you look into their blood flow and their heart and all that stuff? Yes. Okay, but I don't think um, we have time to do that. If it's well, when it's still in a yes or no answer mode, to have you comment, yes, yes. you know, correct. I mean, could 
could you diagnose somebody from where you are? Oh, um, she can. She can, but I'm. But Joy is not allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I meant, so I, I meant don't know Carrie. how that works. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I, I don't even know how that you know legally with my licenses and stuff that I have. <laughs> I don't know if if uh, I, I just don't. Well, I don't know. You know what? If we do stuff like that, it's just for entertainment only. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and and see your doctor. To con- right. You know, to, to confirm if this information is correct. I remember that was one of the things that was amazing about Edgar Casey was that, you know, so many people that he did health diagnoses for did go see the doctor, and he was always correct, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. when I was first, when I was first studying Casey, that really impressed me, you know. Mm-hmm. That convinced me that he had some legitimacy. Um, so, Terry, uh, you're able to see into the body better than when you were in a body. Right? Yes. Yes. And a Ra and Elohim looking at the same time, or is it more just you? Um, well, the first part of that was a Ra and Elohim looking into the body, too, and the answer is yes. Okay. Are they helping you, or could, are you doing it from your own... <laughs> You're getting into oars, Wynn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are they helping you? Yes. <laughs> are they helping you to see inside the body? Yes. Yes. So, when you when you finally speak to us, we'll explore that further. This is a work in progress right now. And, um, all right. Now, I'm not going to do this. We might do this some other time. But it's like, are you moving with me? Like, if I get up and go, if I get up and go into the car and drive somewhere, right? Yeah. Then you're you're with me, right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Big swing. And <laughs> I could act. Uh, if I asked you questions about where I went, would you be able to answer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes? Yes, but let's do that in private. Okay. I'm just asking a question, okay? I mean, we're exploring <laughs> this. This is all new to me. Yeah. But- this is all new to me, too. <laughs> That's Joy speaking. Well, that's, I know. It's not all new to Terry. It, it isn't? It's new to Terry, too. When was the last time she was on the no, other no, side? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Well, remember, because the other answer before was that, no, this is, she's she's used to this. She's, she's this okay. is all familiar. An, another question. 
you know, we're on a conference line and we're on BBS. Now, the Elohim always say they're paying attention to each person that's on the call, okay? Yes. Now, now, are you paying attention to each person that's on the call? Yes. And and we could validate that by asking you questions about and, someone, and right? And on the radio, too, not just... And on, on the radio. Yes, yeah, yeah. Do you see them or do you just see their en- oh wait, do you, do you just see their energy form? <laughs> Good catch. Um, do you just see their energy? Um, yes. Do you see their bodies? No. Just sees sees our energy. Yeah. And w- the Elohim have always said they can perceive someone who, whose energy penetrates through the veil. Yeah. And I've, I've drawn the assumption that when people are on this call, even when their energy doesn't normally penetrate through the veil, that in many cases, their energy will penetrate through the veil because of the energy on the call. Is that correct? Yeah. So it makes them visible to the higher realms. And that's one of the reasons to show up on this call because often, all of our calls often, and I've said this, and 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 I just I I I kind of knew this was true, but I never asked the question, and because when your energy expands, you're moving above the frequencies of 3D, and that will allow you to graduate this realm as you master it. Okay, now. I don't know if you can tell. I mean, I can tell myself. I can feel openings of my crown chakra. Take a look at the top of your head. See if you notice energy there. Now, I'm not noticing my third eye too open right now. But oftentimes I do. Well, Terry, thank you so much for coming in and greeting everybody. And uh, let me let me find what I'm supposed to play today. Hang on. Terry was saying yes the whole time you were speaking, since the last time you asked a question. She just likes to say yes all the time, that's all. Not all the time. Now, let's see here. I am looking for the things that I prepared for today.
So here we go. I found it. Um, so, Terry, you don't mind being called on to do yes or no questions, do you? Do you like no. being called on? You like doing this? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <clears throat> Terry, you, Terry, you don't mind being called on to do yes or no questions. Yes, she I'm does doing not it. mind. Yeah. Meaning, she likes it. Yeah. Is it easier to do this than it was when you were channeling on the calls? Yes. <laughs> yes? Yeah. Okay. So, here we go. And Bye-bye. I don't think we're going to do... I don't think we're going to do a healing list today. I'll think about it. I'll look at it. If anyone puts something on there, I'll take a look at it and uh, um, see how our time goes. But um, we might try it next week. Okay. Okay. Terry, would you like us to would you like us to do it next week? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go. Bye. This is October 24th, 2021. Lynn and Terry in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere. And this is our Sunday morning with the Elohim. And it's kind of become Sunday morning with the Elohim and Ra. And um, we're going to have a conversation with our sources. And last week, we did a session on holograms. And this has been a topic that has come up um, various times in the past. And we got deeper into it last week. And I got deeper into it. I got understanding it more. And, um, the, you know, the basic principle of it is beyond what we see in the physical universe, there's this huge complexity of energies that are bouncing against each other, creating harmonics. <clears throat> that is behind the physical universe that we see. And the Elohim have the ability to see all the frequencies behind everything simultaneously. At least they say they do. And at this point, I believe them. And um, the Ra group doesn't have that ability. The Ra group sees things more in a psychic way um, I don't like the word psychic necessarily. You know, they see the the energies behind things, but not at the level of seeing the frequencies actually that combine and create what we see in the physical universe, and. 
the Elohim has the ability to change the frequencies. And when they do that is when we have a miracle. So if you think about the complexity of it, because we're on this call right now, because I'm talking, every moment our frequencies are changing, our hologram is changing as we're on this call. The hologram is not a fixed uh, thing that's just stuck there, although it can be somewhat stuck for many people. Even for many people, it still has to move. And as we're talking, uh, we could say the Elohim and the Ra group's energies are interfacing with the hologram that's being created, and then all of us in our particular cities are interfacing with everything around us, our home, our city, and it's all a huge conglomeration of interactions that is so complex a human can't possibly uh, see it directly, but they can notice the effects of it. But the Elohim say they can see it directly. They can see all those interchanges. And before we go to talk to them, I'm just curious if any of you had the opportunity to think about holograms or have some impact on them in the week since last Sunday. So, hi, can you unmute everybody? Okay, there we go. I was thinking about it. Pardon me? I was thinking about it. I asked a question Wednesday. Yes, I know. That was, you, were, you asked some good questions on Wednesday. Thank you. Um, were you trying to think of how it um, worked in your life, this idea of holograms? Well, to me, the, the hologram seems just sort of like part of the subconscious. Not really, it's hard to know what's in there to influence directly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think, I think you're right. Part of it is subconscious. Then you have the interaction of, say, planets and the frequencies of planets, which are interfacing with your DNA to change your hologram. Can you follow that? Can you relate to that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else have when, any? Yes. When? Yes. What I observed was the hologram in particular with a friend of mine and the frequency that changes as his attitude changes, specifically mm-hmm. his mind talk, his mm-hmm. self-talk, that mm-hmm. began to shift it, not dramatically, but just very gently. Mm-hmm. So he would go up and then down and up and down, but his highs would be higher and his lows would be lower. Well, that's a very perceptive observation, too. Most people would miss that. But 
Yes. When, when, what I'd point out um, from the Wednesday, the answer to my question on Wednesday was that the hologram sort of acts uh, like to hold everything in place. It kind of keeps everything uh, going the same way it is. Uh, so it's up to the individual to um, act um, with their own intentions and stuff to uh, move so you can move without just getting swept along with everything. Right. Really saying very well, but <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm I'm not sure that it just locks in in place. I think it's always changing, but most humans don't have a clue about this X factor that is the foundation behind reality. You know, and it's like when you start to Think about the hologram. Well, you know, I find when I start to think about this idea of holograms, just as soon as I start thinking about it, it starts to change my frequencies and other people's frequencies. And um, noticing that interface, like if you pray, I would imagine prayer changes your hologram in a certain way. If you call in the Elohim, you may notice a shift in your holograms, either slightly or usually. Um, anyone else have a comment about... I do. Yeah. It's like that scientific experiment where they, um, I think they um, project from... Uh, like a photon stream through something, and if they have an observer, it changes the effect. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if you yourself are tuning in, just you being an observer in the hologram changes the effect. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the fact that we all come together and are observing each other, it changes yes. it. And then uh -huh. I'm sure, sure bringing in the Christ consciousness changes it, okay? Yes. So yes. when we talk about transforming the world, part of it is changing the holograms. But you can't do it on your willpower, but you can notice what does it and observe how it shifts. You can see the uh -huh. effect of a hologram shifting as Alan noticed, was his friend. and um, Well, it's very interesting what Alan said, uh, because um, um, the Elohim talked to me about his friend, and um, what he just said corresponds with what they're saying, how they're working with him. Mm -hmm. And I notice, for example... There are days when I can do things and other days when I can't. I mean, my, my, and, and I would, using it in the hologram ways, um, my hologram is shifting. So in one, it goes through cycles. That's a good question because I know it goes through cycles, but I didn't ask that. And uh, there's various things that affect the cycles. 
which I don't keep track of. Probably astrology is one of them. And it's why it's why one day is a good, you know, if you have an astrologer, I'll say today's a good day to do this because the planets are in such a position as to attract certain kinds of things. Or they enhance certain energies. And yes. other days, they detract from certain energies. Mm-hmm. And then there's, well, there's that other thing. And I never actually ask questions about this. And I might throw in a question today. There's something called biorhythms. Have you heard of biorhythms, Terry? Yeah. That would be um, to do with the body, right? Yeah. Well, I don't. I never. I don't ever recall reading an explanation of why biorhythms work. But there were three of them that go in cycles. And I think one was emotional, one was something else, and one was something else. And um, I don't know why. Physical, mental, and emotional. But I don't know why we have those cycles. Is it a planetary influence that shifts every three days? I don't know. But certainly, if it does work that way, your hologram is changing, your projection is changing. And I mean, I don't know if you guys notice this, but there are days when I am, like, can do anything. I can talk to anyone. And I always and I know I'll get a good response. And there's other days where I have to work harder. Even even on these calls, um, some not so long ago, I would have to talk at the beginning just about anything to start to create the energy that we could move higher. And now. We move higher almost immediately. And if I was going to try to explain why that happens, it's because in that time, other people were not holding the energy. And I had to hold the energy. Now, if I'm on a really good day, I can come in like, boom, and the energy is there. But on another kind of day... I had to keep interfacing with people in order to um, build the energy or to use this new language, shift the hologram, right? And and in the past, there were many times and I was understanding this intuitively, but I didn't understand it mentally. Like, if I had an appointment that was going to be a really big appointment in some level. Sometimes the day before, I would sit, I parked my car right near the building of the office I was going to, and I would just feel the energy of the office and hold the space of the office. And so by the next day, I was already part of the energy of the office when I talked to somebody. Um, so there's ways of, 
find this information and understanding how it works so you can move from a situation which seems totally stuck and unsticking it, okay? So I'm going to call in the light and... Um, Keep in mind, we go through a healing list today. If you want to get on the healing, if you want to get on the healing list, go to this page in the light dot intelligent dash infinity dot com. In the light dot intelligent-infinity.com and you'll come to a, a web form which you fill out and um, Sija will then go through that list and read it and our sources through Terry will make comments and you know this is a matter of changing holograms because <clears throat> when you have a disease then something in you is creating that and if you can shift what's creating it you can fix the problem and some of you have had mir miraculous experiences putting things in this field of energy on the healing list. But I'm just making a comment. We may not be doing that criteria. This is a real aim. And it used to seem, when this first started happening, that they would just wave a magic wand and something would fix. And sometimes they would wave it and sometimes they wouldn't. And it was up to their discretion about using their magic wand. But now I see it's about shifting the hologram so the person is able to receive. And as in the story I told about my sister, that when they did that miracle of projecting a filter into her bloodstream and taking out lupus, they said they couldn't have done it if I didn't do the cheer-up committee. So, um, and so her, 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 her energies had to be open so they could get into her system. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like even knowing about the Elohim, because she didn't know about it. Um, it just had to do with opening her energies. And, uh, yeah, one of the things that they've said consistently is um, they can change the factors that change the outcome, but if the person uh, is really set in what they believe about it and everything, they'll just change it right back so that it won't work. Not because they're trying to make it not work, but because... Gets the way they think things are. Mm -hmm. And it's it's one of the reasons why 
some of the things that are happening in our on our planet right now are hard to shift because what we call the negative has very strong intentions in the execution of their agendas. And um, let's get started. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person here. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive is access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Yes, this is where um, we are an aspect of Elohim, a shifting aspect of Elohim, depending upon the questions and what is needed, uh, in a shifting aspect of the Ra group, depending upon the uh, energies, depending upon the questions and of what is needed. So we are all always um, in the temple of, of what is going on and uh, modifying our group depending upon uh, what is needed and the questions asked. And one request we would make would be if we could finish on time as um, Terry is having some kind of a allergy to the uh, shrimp that she ate. Uh, so um, we greet everybody, and if we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense, then disregard it or ask further questions to see uh, further explanations and see if that would uh, explain it to you. Um, we uh, our free will, we work with free will of everyone, and so uh, we're only here to assist where it is possible to assist. Uh, do you have questions? Well, first of all, I did a preamble. We're talking, I'm trying to bring everyone up to speed on holograms. And uh, was I fairly accurate in what I said? Yes, yes. Uh, we made comments throughout what you were uh, talking about through Terry. Mm -hmm. So what happens is when you view our planet, 
you can tune in to all the holograms and the frequencies. And um, not all of us can, but that is the advantage of having an aspect ability group here, and this is one of the reasons why we merged uh, with the aspects of the raw group to be able to uh, shift, to be able to answer um, the Elohim of he has the ability to see the hologramic aspects of the in, different inputs that create different uh, results and what input creates uh, a result or has a big effect on a result and which doesn't. But there are some inputs that have a bigger influence. For instance, one of the biggest things is a person's belief they have one of the biggest inputs into the hologram and the result. Another more minor aspect is the astrological inputs. As some people are more subject to the astrological inputs, some are uh, not as prone to uh, be affected by it. Um, this is something that Elohim can see that the Ra group does not have access to. We have what Terry calls magic glasses, where we can see all of the inputs to a hologram and are able to isolate things that can be changed uh, or by working with the individual and which are locked in place and can't be changed, perhaps due to other influences on that individual. Now, there are things which we could call divination tools that people use. Yes. And I have a feeling that divination tools, whether one is cognizant of of this or not, are very much connected with the... Yes, they can lead to um, having further information that the individual can use to um, determine and isolate out things that are feeding into the final hologram that he would not have seen otherwise. Mm -hmm. And as we understand it, the Ra group was responsible for bringing one one of those, at least one, maybe others, but one of those divinations. Yeah, the Toro is a very good divination tool to um, help the individual see uh, aspects of uh, the way that he is putting all of the elements together that um, to to see how he is doing it that would pinpoint changes that he could make uh, that would help him in the final outcome. Mm-hmm. And how did the Raw Group, I should say, they're listening, so maybe they'll answer. How did you uh, figure out 
the interrelationship of everything. It was developed on Venus over a period of 600 years, and the group working with the um, elements of it, uh, tracking the um, influence upon the individual of their various belief systems and how it related to the family, to the group, uh, to the individual beliefs, uh, for instance, the hermit card where an individual would withdraw maybe to get away or withdraw to work on his particular gift uh, and not be influenced and have more time to work on his particular gift. Uh, the hermit card would be one of the things uh, that if the individual, it would point out to the individual what he was doing uh, and uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's maybe he needed the time to work on his book or uh, to withdraw and uh, to get himself together. Uh, it is simply to help the individual know more about himself. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, if we just, since you brought up the hermit card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is that relating to a hologram? It's obviously relating to a hologram outside the person. Yes. Inside and outside the person, it is co-creative. Mm-hmm. How could they determine those relationships? Because they could not see the hologram directly. The hologram is influencing everything, including the surroundings and the reaction of others to the person. And so it uh, also um, um, influences the cards that come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as, I, as I've come to notice, when you do something that's random that has a random outcome. Be careful about the word random because often there are influences beyond what is known by the individual that makes it seem random but aren't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in terms of astrology, you said some people are more affected by it than other people. Uh, it seems yeah. to me... It depends upon the individual's intention. Um, their um, uh, past history and what they've come to believe. Uh, sometimes an individual will believe something based upon his past experiences, which may not, not be true in present time. And also there is a card in the tarot that addresses that. It is uh, in the, in the um, it's one of the uh, suit of the cups, which is experience, 
and uh, the individual may think that uh, his experiences in the past are, um, if, if a new experience comes along and he's taken the past upon similar experiences, he thinks the future's going to be the same, but it may be a totally different outcome. So one can get a wrong idea from his experiences and then project it into the future, which may be totally wrong. The new experience may be exactly what he's looking for, and he might reject it because he thinks, well, in the past, I took it up and it didn't work out. And if a person starts to access the part of themselves that is... You could say it was the aspect of the one infinite creator that's in him. Would that give him a possibility of being above astrology? Yes. A person can rise above astrology and it still may, to some minor degree, be present, but due to his growth and evolution, he's able to walk above it. Mm-hmm. And how does the Christ consciousness impact the whole realm? When the individual is able to access Christ consciousness, it can open up avenues that wouldn't have been opened before. They, one of them would be... Um, interactions between other people become more possible and um, because one is riding above individual prejudices and that may have uh, eliminated certain potentials in relationships. His potentials in relationships uh, opens up when he's able to access the Christ consciousness. Mm-hmm. And the negative is also very much impacted and impacting holograms. And they do it with rituals and spells. They And they attempt to do it with AI. Like uh, they're going to broadcast the inner frequency that is below the level of people's knowledge or consciousness. Yeah, you will follow me. Sorcerers work in the same way. Uh, witches work in the same way uh, to put through a frequency that will input the outcome of the hologram. One of the ways that dark magic tends to work is to find out uh, what aspects of the body are uh, uh, bothering the person. They may have a weak heart or a weak nervous system, and then to uh, view that and to then uh, make a doll and put uh, pins in the heart area or some area to feed into the hologram some adverse or curse result. Now, if someone is experiencing the effect of that, it is possible 
for them, I would, I would think it was possible that if their hologram changed in a certain way, they could block those influences. Is that accurate? They can move. They can move out of that frequency. Sometimes if they have a heart problem or some physical problem, it's harder for them to move out of the way because the uh, body is holding that aspect in place, and so it makes them more of a pawn towards the witch uh, who is accessing that. Mm-hmm. And... If someone is experiencing, even negative attacks would be connected to the hologram. Yes, everything is. The negative attacks would feed into the hologram as one of the um, determining factors of the result. As As well as AI? Yes. And if a person had the ability to know how to shift, what it took to shift their hologram, then they could reduce or eliminate the negative impact of these things on their body. I'm asking that as a question. Yes, it it takes... See, one of the ways that the negative works is that they tend to, uh, for instance, at this time, uh, they are trying to introduce through food, through uh, air, through water, factors that will um, fix, uh, say, the body to be receptive to AI or to be receptive to, um, to, to microwaves or be receptive to things uh, that they can then broadcast and access the body. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the ways that they're attempting to make the body into a bigger receiver for whatever they wish to put there. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like getting things into your body that makes them be part of a huge computer system. So they That can... is one of one thing that they're thinking of to, they can make everybody part of the internet of things. Right. And you know, just control you in that way. They they think they have a brilliant idea. They can make the person smarter because they can induce AI uh, circuitry that will enable thinking and everything. And this is one of the things that happened in Atlantis. Um, but we do not go there this at this time. Mm-hmm. And what would it look like if a person was able to create a hologram 
that would nullify this in the system. Uh, we in the Elohim group are not affected by this because we are able to see uh, the holographic results. We are able to withdraw from it and not be part of it because we are outside the active in which this occurs. Mm-hmm. So, one thing I've noticed, there are certain people who seem to have been hugely impacted by this stuff we're talking about. And yes, they... one of the things, is, one of the ways that they are working is to um, eliminate copper from the nervous system and uh, to replace it by strontium and barium, which would be uh, able to be affected by um, electronic and radio, um, uh, other, in, more impacted by impulses. Mm-hmm. Well, well that's one thing to do. Remember to take copper and there's a certain Well, kind of... you have to be careful. You can't just take copper. You need to balance copper and zinc because they work together. Mm-hmm. Okay. But... Uh, to have food sources of zinc and have food sources of copper would be an advantage. Well, I, w- I would look up copper, zinc. I'll just put those two things down on the Internet and see something will come up if somebody recommends how to use them together for maximum benefit. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, right. uh, I believe Lauren is familiar with that. And I might ask him to uh, share what he's learned about taking copper zinc. And this this works on your nervous system, right? That's correct. Copper is a part of the immune system and the nervous system. And could it potentially reduce or eliminate negative attacks? It could definitely reduce negative attacks if one has a situation going on, as it would reduce their um, um, susceptibility to AI or to electronics uh, influences in the environment. Mm-hmm. And I am definitely aware of there's a few people who I am aware of that come to our calls very regularly, that coming to the calls helped to shift their hologram so their negative attacks were reduced or eliminated. Yes, as you tune into our frequencies, you can tell the way we are speaking. We are an aspect of the rock group now, the way that we, you can reduce uh, negative attacks is to uh, tune in to our 
frequencies of both Ra and Yelly. Mm -hmm. Now, in the color record material, and th there were indications where the Ra group gave some protocols to clear the energy and I, I'm probably not going to remember this exactly precisely, but there were things like salt, putting salt around your bed, sprinkling salt in doorways and on win window sills, as I recall. Where you have um, other effects coming in, you notice other effects. Yes, sprinkling salt and letting it stay for a while and, and vacuuming it up. So the salt seems to have some kind of ability to, uh, to absorb it, yes. Yeah. Now why is to it... absorb the negative energy. Mm -hmm. Why is it salt has that ability? It is the... Um, Structure, the the uh, the structure, uh, the the individual has an affinity for that a uh, particular element. Mm -hmm. And then, Shungite seems to have an ability for that as well. Yes. It wards it off. So, wearing a Shungite necklace or having a Shungite pyramid near you helps to clear the space. The necklace um, would help. A deep pyramid would also help lesser, depending on the nearness to you. Mm -hmm. If someone was going to try to use one of these things, would they get to use them both, or is one better than the other? I think they experiment with it. You could use them both. Mm hmm And sprinkling... Um, did, did I recall the use of salt correctly? Like sprinkling it on windowsills, sprinkling it on the doorway, right? Lining, for instance, at the base of the window, the crack, lining it along that area. Mm -hmm. And do not use Morton salt, but use natural sea salt or... Uh, natural uh, salt from the ground. And how long should you leave it there before you vacuum it? You could a uh, variable week and a half even uh, or a week or, or even uh, four days. And should you put more salt down after you vacuum it? Not right away, no. 
How long should you wait before you put more salt down? Well, when you notice another problem, mm-hmm. you may not need it. Okay. And are there any other, I'll call them rituals or um, techniques that can help in clearing the energy from, from negativity? For instance, one exercise maybe find the love in the moment and there may not be love in the moment, uh, so then one would need, would find it, say, within themselves to find the love in the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, I noticed that um, if I feel out of balance, and vulnerable, if I meditate, and I don't know if meditate is the right word, okay? If I just lay down and call in the higher energies, I can feel a gentle shift in my body. And since we we do this on, on the line all the time, I become accustomed to it. And I identify that shift as being Elohim or Ra coming in to help clear my body. This is another exercise that is very helpful. Mm-hmm. So these are things that everyone can do. Yes, and it doesn't have to be um, to... Uh, it can simply be, doesn't have to be uh, checking in with Ra or the Elohim. It can be checking in with the infinite. They can mm-hmm. touch with the infinite, mm-hmm. the creator. And I was talking about something called biorhythms, which I don't hear most people talk about anymore. But at one point, I was talking about these cycles that we go through. And as I recall... There there would be, for instance, a woman uh, going through her menstrual cycle period, and she would have different uh, mood swings depending upon the hormone uh, balance in her body at any one particular time. Mm -hmm also would be the same, although not well noted, for men who um, go through a, a cycle of needing to have a sexual release. Mm-hmm. You know, I once heard somebody say that men release their negativity into a woman. And then the woman this would be in an archetypal situation. It's not going to be the same for everybody. But in that, in an archetypal situation, the woman holds 
the energy for the man. And then she releases the negativity in her menstrual cycle. And um, We would say that it is a broader thing than that. It's like the man releases his energy, his creative energy, his um, access energy, uh, his masculine energy into the woman, and the woman gives the string, uh, releases her energy towards nursing. Hello? Hello? I can hear you, Terry. I guess he dropped out. Yes. I, dro- I dropped out okay. here. And this is I'll Terry. Be back in a moment. It's like I'm out of channeling mode right now. Um, maybe he will realize this. Uh, let me go and... Go uh, try and get his attention. <laughs> yeah, let me go and check with see what happened to him. Mm-hmm. I have to just get up from my church boards. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I hear him talking. Oh. Yeah. All right. He doesn't realize. No. Hey, Wynn! I can't hear you. I can't hear you on the line. We can't hear you. I think it's about quarter after 11. When you just dropped out. I might drop out too here. When? You're okay at the moment. No, I can't. We can't hear you, Wynn. You're gone. No. No, we can't hear you. All right. Uh, While he's doing that, um, can I? I would like to ask Sidja a question. Yes, go ahead, Terry. Yes. Uh, How are things in London? Would London be a good place to live at this time? Well, do you know do you something? Know? I, I, I don't think that things are as bad as some people think they are. In in uh-huh. my in my hologram, um, life is 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 just ticking along. 
Uh, this is Wynn live, and I'm going to try to fast forward it beyond this here. Normally, without any real mm-hmm. astrological configurations are stored in your DNA when you're born. Uh, um, in what strands are they stored? Are they stored in all the all the strands? They're stored in all in various mm-hmm. strengths, depending upon the effect of that strand, the input you have to, the, and the effect of each strand on the final result. See, so, different strands are connected in different ways. Some of the strands are connected more to the astrology configuration and and vibrate more with the astrology, with the um, configuration coming in from the planets. Uh, mm-hmm. Others are vibrating more with your own input. Um, they have different uh, uh, subjects they address. And the more active the, all the strands are, the, the more you have access to paranormal information because those strands are in operation now. And the strands are in direct connection with the chakras, yes? The DNA um, is... In con- working in conjunction with the chakras, and the chakras are uh, conforming the DNA in that area. Mm-hmm. Now, does the astrology affect the chakras directly and then get into the DNA, or does the astrology affect the DNA directly, which then impacts the opening of the chakras? Give us a moment. Your question, does the astrology affect the DNA directly, or does the DNA affect... What is... Say it again. Does the astrology, the energy of the planets, affect the chakras directly, which then affects the DNA, or does it affect the DNA, which then might affect the chakras? It is all together. It affects both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And another question. We were talking about um, biorhythm and three-day cycles. What is causing three, those three-day cycles and violations? The body goes through certain cycles. For instance, the woman uh, has the menstrual cycle and her hormones uh, go through this cycle monthly uh, to uh, build the uh, circumstances where she may uh, be open 
to uh, produce an offspring and then clears it out. Uh, This is a body thing that the body goes through. That is one example of... How about for a man? He has a buildup of... um, it, it is somewhat regulated or modulated, although to a lesser degree, by the cycles of the moon, uh, astrology, but it is uh, where he he's somewhat in sync with the woman. Uh, he, um, there are certain times when he could impregnate the woman and... Uh, and he can have a higher sexual impulse at that time. It is not just one thing. It is many things feeding together to create a cycle within the man. One of them is the buildup of semen and the desire to release it. Uh, the body has its own uh, desire to release, and if it doesn't, then the body itself, this is a body thing, uh, the body can uh, um, put impulse or pressure upon the man to release that uh, sperm. Mm-hmm. Again, there's all kinds of um, multiplicity of sexual interactions. There is transgender people. There is men and men and women and women. And um, how does this affect the interchange of energy if it does? Well, uh, there are more um, deviations in the sexual um, production of of people than than, uh, society would like to look at. For instance, um, there are um, differences in the the actual uh, organs uh, that can be it can be affected by the drugs that a woman takes or uh, there are all kinds of things that can affect this. Um, and then the individual who is born uh, ends up having to deal with that. Um, and there's all kinds of influences um, from the body itself, from the inheritance, from the the, the parents and the ancestors. Um, there's throwbacks to earlier um, things in the genetic line. Uh, they all fit in together. And when there's a sexual interchange, it seems to me there can be a, a huge shift in everybody's hologram for a period of time. Could you explain that? 
Well, it can be a huge release, not only for the man, but also for the woman, uh, where the body then uh, goes back. It, it it has achieved uh, its result that it wishes, its ejaculation, or its orgasm, and then uh, things can normalize in... Uh, and then if the woman uh, has pregnancy, it can go through that cycle. But the body has its own thing going on. But mm-hmm. it interfaces and co-created with the being. Mm-hmm. Co-creates with the being. And I would guess that everyone goes through their own unique cycles with their connection to this energy exchange. And yes, and not only that, but with a connection with the with, with the planet. So they do also have some interplay with that. How do you people find the right balance of that exchange? Because I'm different You're cutting. You're cutting out. How do you think it's 11.35? Yeah. Yes, perhaps we should move over to the healing list. Okay. Any closing comments on this topic? We hope that this has been helpful. If not, just take whatever you can get from it that would aid you in your understanding or your progress or your way of... Oh, looking at things for your interaction with others. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to... Does Terry need a break? Yes. Okay. So okay, I'll be back. Take a break. And then Steve and I will you, talk. But in a little okay, you're, you're, cut, you're cutting out with... Okay, I'll Inter- be back. Interrupt when you come back, okay? All right, all right. I'm just, you know, I don't know if I especially said hello to the people living, listening to us on BBS radio. And um, as you've heard, we have this exchange with this intelligence that say they're in very high dimensions, that they, you know, there's two of them that are collaborating, and we've had many, many calls talking about every topic under the sun, and we have about 2,000 calls posted on the spiritchannel.net, and listening to these calls can help you expand your own hologram. And to experience your life in a different way and make you more masterful in how to function in this realm. I mean, you've just seen many people go through experiences where we know that's true. And Okay, this is when live on um, September 4th, 
2022, we're going to bring that call to a close. And, you know, that had so much stuff packed into it. And if you didn't get it the first time, you might do the replay because you can probably listen to that call every day for a week and still be absorbing stuff. What is that sound of tapping there? Don, do you see that tapping sound? Hi, do you see that tapping sound? All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Okay, we got rid of it. And we do have some things on the hearing list today. So not promising any comments, but I'm going to let CJ go. CJ, are you there? I'm here. <laughs> are you ready? I am ready. And Terry, you're here, but you're not you're not talking. So thank you for listening. And I'm going to turn it over to Sija. And we have about 21 minutes. And we're just going to read the healing list. And we're going to leave a little space after it, each one. So our sources can work with the energies of it, but we're not going to hear a comment, okay? So I turn it over to Sita. Thank you. Would you please call in the light? We ask right now for the presence of the light to surround and protect Sita, myself, everyone on this line, Terry on the other side, and any negativity be dispersed for the highest good of all concern. We ask for the presence of our sources, the Elohim group and the Ra group, and any other positive service to other beings in the angelic realms to work with this list and the issues people are experiencing. And I turn it over to Sija. Thank you. I call in the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list. A subject of this healing list. Listening to the call listening to a replay, or reading the transcript. Heis from Los Molinos, California. I ask for my relation with Beverly to be supported and surrounded by love and light, and for her to receive positive energies when looking into information on the Intelligent Infinity website for any religious obstacles within her to be removed. 
Thank you. John from Las Vegas, who is putting Kathleen into the love light. I ask for total healing for Kathleen's health issues that she is currently experiencing. And I thank you for the quick and full and total recovery that is happening right now. Thank you. And John from Las Vegas, please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption, for privacy and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask all of the above for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. Feature from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms, with gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, the peaceful resolution and peaceful coexistence that descended over Taiwan, China, the US, and the rest of the world. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now and for the clearing that is taking place in our solar system, the sun and on earth. Let the glory of your wisdom be the divine light that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good all concerned in all timelines, densities, and dimensions, now and forever. And so it is. Thank you. Win from Sedona. Thank you for the healing that is taking place for Don Newsom and his total and utter recovery and return to good health. Thank you. That's the last person on the healing list, so thank you, Wynne. Thank you, Terry, on the other side. Thank you to our sources, Hive, and everybody on the call. And back Thank to you, Thank you.
you know, it's amazing. Um, I really felt Terry's presence on the line just as in the old days when she was in the next room. You know, when we would do these calls, we always did them in separate rooms. And, um, and one time we drove up to uh, the top of a mesa in Sedona and it was particularly positive, unusual energy because we were sitting on the top of all this earth underneath us and it helped to ground the energies. But we we drove up in separate cars and <laughs> she was next to me. But it was still like we were in our separate rooms. And for for some reason, I mean, I understand it because I wanted to stay out of Terry's hologram when she made the connection. I didn't want to distract it by my physical presence in her space. Now, we did do it sometimes in the same space. We could do it. And um, and it still worked. Um, but in any case, we have about seven minutes. And I'll take a moment and unmute everybody. See if, if anybody, has anybody had any uh, strange knocks from Terry lately? Hang on a second. All participants are unmuted. When you're warmed up with you after your coffee, okay? Who's who's making coffee? <laughs> All right, no strange knocks. Okay. I haven't had any strange knocks, but I've had what I believe has been Terry helping us on our 10-minute intention. Terry mm -hmm. is amazing at providing a, a loving and protective energy. So she has come in a few times and helped. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. You know, I, um... And also Fred. Fred as well. Thank you, Fred. I connect um, Hi. several times daily with um, our beautiful sister Terry, and uh, the other day she, um, I told her I love you, and she told me back, I love you too. That was so great. <laughs> oh, when, during, when you were asking who was doing that knocking on the call, that was Terry. Oh, oh. she was knocking? <laughs> Remember you were asking on this call, you were asking... Who, you were asking BBS, is that you? Or you were asking, who, you know, who was doing that knocking? That was Terry. Wow. Well, thank you, Terry. And and I couldn't get myself unmuted because I had muted myself on my phone also. <laughs> so I kept doing star six. Now, 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 now did, you, did you ask your pendulum if that was Terry? Yeah. And you got a yes. I got that Terry was saying yes. 
Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Louise, okay. this is uh, this is this is Edgina. I uh, I was gonna say I came in late today, um, but anyway, I um, I often I just pull the picture of Terry that she has this beautiful smile, and I just look at her eyes, and I feel like at peace. That picture is very impressive. It's very strong, and it brings a lot of uh, energy. Are you talking about the picture that you took? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one. Very often yeah. I look into that. I, you know, I, I, Edna gave me permission to do this, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to have uh, the local, you know, for the memorial service we did for Terry, which I still haven't sent out to everybody, which I'm going to probably do on the next day, maybe today. Uh, and then I was breaking down, crying. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing, I, you know. But nonetheless, there were, it was a lot of beautiful things in that beautiful, beautiful things. And uh, be sure and listen when I send it out. You'll be glad you did. And um, now I can't remember. I had a point I was going to make and I forgot it. Let me see if I can figure it out. About the picture. Oh, about the picture. Oh, yeah. And you know, a number of people have said that when they look at that picture, it helps them feel connected, okay? So I'm going to have it professionally mounted. We had it really big at the event, okay, at the memorial service. And it's just a comforting picture. And so watch for it. And we'll send probably sell a small one and a big one. And uh, I have a really good printer here, so stand by. Okay. And um, and let's see. You know, it's amazing to have known Terry for as long as I have, and you know, integrate all the ways she she was when I thought she was a space cadet mm-hmm. and realized what she was really going through. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was I was such a dummy, <laughs> you know. But I was doing the best I could, you know. Yes, definitely. And in any case that's beautiful. And then she wakes up in the middle of the night, taps me on the shoulder 20 years ago and says, take a tape recorder out. And all of this started, you know? So, um, Terry, thank you for and being in my now- life. Oh, thank you for being right in our lives. I lie. In all of our lives. And, you know, she was, but still is. Yes. 
Yeah, we can't get rid of her. We can't get rid of her. We don't want to get rid of her. How wonderful. How can I miss you when you won't go away? You won't go away. Oh, yeah. Don't please stay, Terry. We love you. We love you. <laughs> I only okay. found you guys today. Who's that? Wow, Terry was gone. Hey, Hi. you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna play a song by Laura Nero. Okay. And normally I don't play these songs, but this was a demo. This was not an official recording. So I don't think we'll get in trouble for playing it. I hope not. Okay? It's called When I Die. Here we go. And then, hi, are you going to play some music? Yes, I will. Okay, here we go. Muted. And when I die, and when I'm dead and gone, there'll be one child born, and we'll carry on together. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. themselves. Just bundle up my coffin, cause it's cold with them air. I hear that it's cold with them air, yeah. Crazy cold with them air. And when I die, and when I'm gone, there'll be one child born in the world to carry, yeah. My troubles are many, they're as deep as a well. I can swear there ain't no heaven, and I pray there ain't no hell. We used to go out at night and sing, 
and uh, the whole, there were harmony groups there out on the street and um, in the hallways for that natural echo. And I was just very lucky to, uh, it was a beautiful life uh, when I was 14, 15, 16, and 17, just going out and, and singing uh, with the different harmony groups in the city. Um, we used to do that at night, and uh, nothing professional, just uh, that was our life. It was very joyful. Well, I'm very interested in the arts because it's just um, another way of seeing life that I just think is um, uh, more exciting and just kind of an uh, integrated spirituality built into um, having a life with art in it. I have great respect for the animal rights movement and the um, a more humane approach to uh, creatures of the earth. I loved Laura Miro. Probably many of you don't know who she is, but she was a great songwriter. And she wrote some famous songs, and she was really, really natural, as you can tell by the way she was talking there. And um, I just want to quickly throw in our Monday and Wednesday call are, are no longer being broadcast on BBS because they're closing down Station 2. So if you're listening to this and you really enjoyed this call, uh, listening to our calls regularly can shift your whole paradigm, okay? Uh, it's very unusual for someone to be doing what we're doing in this realm. And you can go to the Spirit Channel dot net and you have there's phone numbers for all of our calls all of our bbs calls are also on a phone line so you can go on either and uh thank you all for being here and thank you Fija, and thank you terry on the other side we love you so much and um Thank you for uh, uh, hanging around and helping to keep me uh, out of the blues, okay? So, on that note, I'm going to unmute you all.